Hi friends, welcome to Take Three Talks. I'm Estefi and I'm going to be your host. I'm joined by my favorite, the one and only co-host. Hello, it's Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, my two co-hosts. Actually, it's a full house, right? We have five beings in this room right now. Mm-hmm. I'm talking with my co-host, Meijun. Please say your voice. Hello, so hello. Hear you. Uh, very nice to be here. I'm excited to talk about whatever we're going to be talking about today. Okay. Which you will We have our protagonist <laughs> character. The prince, the king, the reason for this podcast episode, Guillermo. El Pero. Guillermo Kai Ramirez, also known as, hello, it's Guillermo on all social media, principally, principally? In you can say that, I guess. Principally? <laughs> on Instagram. Um, principalmente. Oh, that's another one of those Spanglish words I mm-hmm. make up. And we also have our girl Penny, our girl Penny's Guillermo's cousin, rest in peace, cousin Teo. And we have Guillermo's brother, older adoptive brother, Tobias, and the pug, also known as Hello, it's Tobias on social media. And yeah, so in this episode, after a minute, 30 sec- 13 second introduction of nothing, basically, um, you're going to hear a lot of dog sounds in the background today, so... You know, let's just join in on the fun. We're going to be talking about Hello, it's Guillermo's adoption and life story and our mm. life story with him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we're going to be going to be throwing it back to six years mm-hmm. and we're going to be taking you through the whole process of meeting, like meet, like our process of getting ready, meeting him being with him, overcoming our struggles, taking him on adventures, his Instagram, very big little nugget of this episode is going to be talking about our relationship to Instagram and how he changed the Instagram world life for us, mm-hmm. um, which then really led up to take three. But yeah, this is uh, an episode focused on our king, Guillermo and the chief marketing officer he's the chief of marketing Take Three officer. Studio. Exactly, my sir. Um, chief marketing officer. He's our boss, basically. But yeah, I know that there's a lot happening in the world. We've been postponing making this episode for about like a year <laughs> and a half. And somehow, sometimes it's like either we get in fights or we just can't, don't have capacity to do this or. I don't know. We just were taking a break from the podcast and now literally the world is on fire outside and we were like, should we postpone it again? And we're like, you know what? Like, let's just sit down. Let's talk about our dog. We love doing this. We love sitting here and talking about our dog to anybody and everybody. So mm-hmm. we know that this is also something that makes people happy. Dogs make people happy. Yeah. And we hope that this episode gives you some sort of um, company. Mm-hmm. and keeps you company wherever you are in the world and reminds you that there's always little lights at the end of the mar- various tunnels we yeah. go through, you know, whatever is going in your part of the world um, is pretty fucked up, yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah, and I just want to add to that. I think it's really important because, yeah, as you said, the the world is on fire, like almost everywhere, you know, so... Sometimes things feel so depressing and disappointing and down and dark. Um, And, you know, our therapists um, have said, like, there's a lot you can't control. um, But what you can control and the things you can find light and joy in, you should take advantage of and just just, um, lean into that. And that's kind of what we're doing right now with this podcast. We've been kind of putting it off for a long time because of a lot of reasons and we're going to make another reason out of everything that's happening around the world and i think doing this is our way of taking some kind of or having some kind of control over our lives and finding some spark of happiness (laughs) um so i'm glad we're doing this yeah i'm excited are you guys ready to join the ride let's raise our hands up as if we're going up the roller coaster raise our paws up We're up in the roller coaster. Are you guys ready? Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. Welcome to Hello, It's Guillermo, the story of our Korean meat farm rescue dog story. I mean, I said story twice. You get it. So, Meijun, let's take it back, like, take the people back to 
where we were. We were, it was like, let's say the end of 2015, no. the start of 2016, when we uh-huh. were starting to talk about yeah, becoming yeah, yeah, dog yeah. parents. Good memory. <laughs> we had been dating for about like nine months or so. Mm-hmm. Um, you were so erratic about just like, let's get a dog. Please. I know. I know. <laughs> I wish I was, I wish I'm actually more erratic now instead of thinking <laughs> so much about it. But yeah, I was very much <laughs> into the idea of getting a dog. I, I was so in love with dogs. And I was like, hey, Steffi, let's get a dog. And you're like, no, we can't do it right now. Yeah. We have to well, be more responsible. Yeah. I, I, I just like, I had grown up with dogs my entire life. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember when my friends in high school gave me a bunny <laughs> and my parents stopped giving me my $5 they used to give me <laughs> and started giving the $5 so that they could pay for the alfalfa that the bunny, the bunny needed uh. to eat. So because this bunny ate a fucking lot. So <laughs> out of my five dollars that my parents used to give me to school, like it ended up being like a dollar or whatever. So mm-hmm. the point is my parents always tried to instill in us like the value yeah. of money and like the responsibilities mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. how like things get paid for. Yes. So I knew that animals were a responsibility and we I grew up with dogs my <laughs> entire life. Like we at one point we had seventeen dogs in our house. That's crazy. So, That's another story, guys. Yeah. But I also knew that we had just started dating, that we went from being friends to being boyfriend and girlfriend mm-hmm. to like working. Our visa stuff was like mm. just had just gotten through. Like we won the lottery visa. We had just gone through so much stuff. Like I remember like I had gained so much weight and we I had started like birth control pills and like everything mm. was just like a lot was happening exactly yeah. like when you say like why we don't get engaged it's like it's just a lot is happening a lot is like, happening it's yeah. like why we're not getting a dog is like a lot was happening yeah. you know it was a specific chapter in our lives back yeah. then and we needed to kind of close that chapter out exactly yeah, yeah we just kind of needed to run through the last little marathon of mm-hmm. it and i think to be fair i think it was the best thing we could do because we went to puerto rico and in 2016 yeah yeah we, all of 2016 we were able to like travel and we were able to like go to we went to i think new orleans for the first time or we had him already when we went to new orleans i think we had him okay already, so yeah. the point is we went we traveled Travel, and yeah. like mm-hmm. tried to like do our things and I don't know. We, I was always very much a planner, so I kind of, <laughs> uh, I think I've let go a bit of that now, you have. but a little bit, I think of the erratic, <laughs> the erraticness of my control and my perfectionism, <laughs> my planning, but yeah. we kind of started talking about this, I think. 20, I think it was right before 2016 hit. Yeah. And then, um, you were like, uh, basically, telling me that hey it's a lot, a lot of responsibility a lot's happening i think that we should wait till 2017 yeah so oh I, yeah 2017 yeah yeah you were like let's wait till 2017 i was like you know what i can i can wait yeah um, we can start doing research <laughs> <laughs> and stuff um so yeah we, we waited an extra year from the day we started talking about it yeah yeah and in that way, we also like talked about what were our values <laughs> like for to, to be fa- to be like dog parents like yeah where you are you into rescuing or are you do you mm-hmm. want a, a specific breed and yeah. why do you not want to do you want to adopt dog, or yeah. huh? like mm-hmm. and even if you want to adopt like what kind of adoption centers do you want to go into we did so much research like and we saved if, money exactly if yeah. there was one thing Majin and i do like and that people need to understand is that like Majin and i are like a plus students like <laughs> I mean, like, oh my gosh, like A plus. Like, Major was the actual A plus. Like, he was valedictorian of everything, even his nursery. So, <laughs> <laughs> nursery. <laughs> <laughs> you probably were the valedictorian <laughs> in the nursery and the babysitters. But okay, no so listen, <laughs> no comment. Listen, so when we say some, we're gonna do something. Like, we're gonna go for it. We're gonna do it right. We're gonna saca el jugo. We're gonna like. Mm, you know yes so we said we were gonna adopt a dog and shit got serious quickly like we were like going on trips like weekend trips i remember to like petco and PetSmart to see like dog beds like and prices for prices things. for yeah. things yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. and we were i think we did a lot of research into and we, the, the adoption centers uh-huh we went to check out like dog. breeds exactly too. uh-huh so it was it was a huge it was a, a year long's worth of research and learning and 
getting a taste of an idea of what we want and mm-hmm. just talking it through. And I think we're just preparing one year for it mentally, emotionally, financially. Yeah. Um, so, Oh yeah. We started, we, we, mm-hmm. when June and I got together, we started saving and part of like a, our saving goals that year yeah, to use this uh, <laughs> started, uh, it was for travel and for our dog. Yeah. So we were, we knew that we needed extra savings just for this dog because we knew that it was extra responsibility and extra like, Mala. And I think having a dog in New York is the price. It's a whole different. It's, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. But tell thing. tell <laughs> us tell us maybe why you wanted a male or why you wanted a female or where you did you have a preference specific or do you remember? Um, I, I think I, um, was more leaning towards having a male dog, um but I don't specifically remember um, if that's factual or not. <laughs> but I do remember that we I wanted like a a dog that was like small, small enough to cuddle. to cuddle. And because at the end of the day, we were in, living in New York, so we couldn't have a giant dog and we needed a dog that we could travel qua- relatively easy with because um, mm-hmm. that was one of our goals to travel more, right? Since we got our visa. Um, so when you wanted like a smallish dog, um, preferably male, um, and and yeah, I that's <laughs> that's what I remember. Yeah, yeah, I one hundred percent. I think I always just wanted a, a male. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I'm so sorry, but I'm not dealing with another thing menstruating every <laughs> Like it, it's just not gonna happen. Yeah. Like I don't know until when do like females dogs. Yeah. Bitches like have periods but right. like i just like can't go with that like did, it, yeah. it just feels like a whole other thing and then like just just feels like a lot and it was our first dog so we wanted i just yeah i just to be wanted a little, bit, a, dog. E- a little bit as easier as possible yeah um and i mean uh, a dog as in like a dog means male <laughs> I, I do <laughs> and I, it was funny because before we even knew what dog we wanted we knew the name of the dog yes remember we we yes. talked about like this is a game we Mijun always play to, to name. <laughs> bob <laughs> john <laughs> but but yeah the game we always play was okay what, what would you want to name this thing yeah like, but you need to give people the picture so we used to play this game uh-huh. and we would meet after work we would text each other what train number like cabin we were on uh-huh. like we had like go- gone in because if you don't know like rush hour in new york oh like, it's crazy to the subway like you're like literally hustling to get yeah. into that yeah train. you would be like okay i'm in train i'm in the f train um in third. the third to last um from the front train from the back or the front yeah, yeah. and then we would, okay i'll be okay or sometimes there's <laughs> we would catch numbers and sometimes when the train is passing un poquito i would see your face <laughs> waving and then um and then I would just run to meet you in the exact train. But yeah, we but used to play that game. It was, yeah. it was so cute. And also it was fun because that way, like, we would be able to, like, kind of commute home. So we would plan, like, when we would leave. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm leaving the office now. Okay, I'll give you 15 extra minutes because we knew that I'll if take, we, yeah. like, uh-huh. we would, like, match, like, exactly, like, okay, if I leave my office right now, the train, the next train that like you would see in the app is at 337. Uh-huh. Like, life in New York is planned. Like, yeah. you people don't understand. Like, you don't, like, suddenly stumble into a train. And everything happens and on time. Exactly. <laughs> and when you live there and you work there at a corporate America, you know, I don't know how it is for people that live there and freelance, but that that's how it was for us. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, continue. Anyways, we would play this game at the, at the subway on our way home because we lived like really far. Um, we lived by the Broadwin Junction stop. If you guys don't know where that is or Rockaway Ave mm-hmm. on the A train, not A Rockaway, <laughs> not far Rockaway, like, but Rockaway Ave. Yeah. Um, so it was like pretty like dangerous mm-hmm. and it was, just not a safe neighborhood for us to have a dog. Like I would tell Major and like if when we're going to adopt a dog, like when we adopt a dog, then we know that the next step is going to have to be moving because I can't like walk the dog and like get mugged and like get mm-hmm. murdered, you know? Like yeah. we didn't leave, leave Latin America to have to <laughs> live through this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't leave Latin America, but you left Jamaica. the Caribbean. Same <laughs> exactly. thing, same idea. <laughs> and um just like way better food i'm sorry (laughs) but um 
yeah i love some jamaican food right now <laughs> um i think yeah so in that year we had like prerequisite that we almost needed to meet which was like getting a raise or um earning some extra like money or whatever we needed so we could save in order to move to a better area which meant more rent also move to a better area that had more space if possible and the commute was commutable to the dog de- doggy daycare mm-hmm. like that's There's a like, lot yeah that was like that was a logistic on its own so in right. that year we were also researching doggy daycares mm-hmm. do you remember we were psychopaths like we would go and plan to go to like williamsburg um <laughs> after my cycling so that we could visit the doggy daycares <laughs> around the them. area <laughs> and vet them yeah. and we would ask them like 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 what their um we would ask them like what their um policies were and yeah. like how they acted and you're able to go and see what, how the dogs are doing and, and overall just get a vibe from the people there yeah i remember that yeah so we did a lot of that research for sure and it was a lot of work and we put a lot of effort into preparing for guillermo to be part of our lives and, and yeah as i mentioned before um before we kind of con- um, went down that the tangent that tangent <laughs> is that we knew guillermo's name before we knew what dog we were gonna get so yeah guillermo was 100 oh, yeah. the dog the dog name and yeah, we just we were so we were matched the dog to him we were in yeah. the subway train and Majun goes yeah so what should be the dog's name like should it be like bob i'm like <laughs> what the fuck who, who names her bob dog the bob? barker <laughs> like <laughs> bob the barker maybe that's not a bad username though oh, you true. should say that okay just kidding um like that would be a good really good handle bob the barker that's true i really like that and it would be funny if the names the dog's parents are actually called like parker or something oh that's true um okay but uh, off tangent again (laughs) um what i wanted to say was majin goes yeah should have been named bob and i'm like who who names their fucking name the dog bob i'm like no it should be something like you know like guillermo Um, and he's like what like how do you even say he's curry he's gonna be uh, we, well, I, actually i didn't know he was gonna be we korean didn't, we <laughs> didn't know he was gonna be korean but and it, it, it just kind of stuck with guillermo yeah. and he was like oh my god like guillermo like cute, the jimmy yeah. kimmel uh-huh. and he was like oh my god that's so funny and i'm uh-huh. like yeah i think it should be like guillermo like uh-huh. i don't know i just i love it when dogs have like human names like yeah. i think it's stupid when people say that but i love it yeah um so yeah that's the name (laughs) yeah that's how we came up with guillermo and um we made sure that when we got his instagram we put like how do you pronounce it so people Uh were always like oh my gosh that's so funny yeah um so kind of speeding through this and yeah we 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 by the time we actually actively started looking we got really overwhelmed because we were like oh my god what the fuck like i have of these scams like how do you buy a dog online like where do you find these shelter centers like Mm -hmm. so we were just really overwhelmed so we kind of decided to stop a little bit and put a pause on like trying to actively adopt a dog Mm -hmm. because we just felt like we were kind of like overwhelmingly planning about it and like not letting anything happen smoothly Mm -hmm. uh and we were getting really nervous and like just overly i think attached to the idea yeah Um, that's true we were we kind of fell in love with every dog and we're like okay we don't know if this is the right one blah blah blah. and then it would be like this thing where you're just like oh i really like him okay let's think about it yeah i really like him okay let's think about it and this was towards the end of 2016 yeah yeah and it was just too much so we were like okay you know what let's just like take a pause on this and whatever Mm -hmm. and then i was talking to one of my um like to my my co-workers at the time and she had a she had a dog and there's always like i think people around her with dogs and she was telling me about rescues and that's where we found like social teas Mm -hmm. and like this like little rescues yeah. Um, an adoption shops and that's kind of in the research process remember yeah and we would find these really cute really really cute dogs and we just started sharing dogs i think with my one of my co-workers mm-hmm. and or we were talking in the office and she was following this pet store in williamsburg so- somehow she sends me this cute ass photo mm-hmm. like you guys have to go to our instagram we're gonna post it there insert photo here insert photo <laughs> here right um <laughs> Like, 
Oh, it's also on the blog that I'll post the show notes as well. But the saddest, cutest, like most like my heart's photo of yeah. this animal that just I don't know how to describe it to you. It's just it was just like you just knew. It yeah. melt it melts your yeah, when I saw it, it melted my heart. I looked at his face and i just knew it was undoubtedly yeah th this is guillermo yeah. like there's no way that we cannot go meet this dog yeah. right now yeah like we this dog was like birthed for to. us we and and the caption was something along the lines of hey this I is have it. yeah you can read it it was it says robinson is still available for adoption he's a four-month-old jack russell terrier mix he forms attachments very quickly and would be fine with a kitty friend Contact Jenna Lori for meet and greets. I know. <gasps> we saw we saw this and we're like, okay, we have to. It's it's no, no, still no, 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 like, no, we saw this. <laughs> no, we saw this. This is a story on its own. Yeah. So my friend sends me the Instagram. I <laughs> am like, oh my gosh, this is Guillermo. I had aquacycling that night because I used to do class pass and I had aquacycling that afternoon and I sent me doing this thing and I sent this photo through DM. Oh no, there was no direct message at that point. I think it was, point. Message, I think yeah. it was like a text message me, yeah. screenshot. Uh, wow. OJ, no DMs yet. And I was like, I'm canceling class. I'm leaving work right now. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, but it was like, <laughs> basically. Yeah. But it was like, I'm canceling class. We're going to meet them. Yes. And it's it's like we both just knew we we just had to yeah and then you can talk a little bit about how the meet and greet was yeah so <laughs> after that we were like okay as Steffi said like cancel everything doesn't ma nothing matters right now we have to go meet this dog robinson right you know uh, soon to be guillermo and we went directly to ps9 pets in williamsburg that's where the he was um sheltered or kept yeah. when they when they rescued him from the meat farm so we went no, to no. that's where gina would meet people that's where gina that would meet that's people where they would do the parties that's and when the it events. wasn't that that uh, that famous yeah they weren't yeah they were they, that they was used just to a, do their events at PSI that was a location Pets. for yeah. them yeah to be able to use yeah so we went there we met guillermo and it was little he was the smallest like five to six pound delicate fragile looking bone pretty skinny like not a lot of hair dog no hair. and we're like oh no ears my the god ears were, were sticking his up. ears were down like it was it was like sad but at the same time like my heart was just melting for him and we just knew he was a dog i was like there's no way i'm not not having not, not getting this dog and but at the first time we met him he was so scared so timid so shy i couldn't get close to him but somehow like Steffi just like you know sat down and was very gentle with him and he just slowly climbs onto your lap I have this on video I remember it we'll so so vividly and I'm like oh my god he little he, like Gino was like this has never happened before he's never like gotten so close to any other human and the fact that he just went onto your lap sat on your lap and was just like with his arm like just his paw his just like on pose. the edge of your yeah his signature like gentleman pose his 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 paw just hanging i was like yeah there's there's no way like he is already he already feels comfortable with his steffi you know and i i knew from that moment that we were going to adopt this dog no matter what <laughs> no matter what we we're like robinson you ain't no robinson you're gonna be guillermo <laughs> so yeah i remember that that's that's the first time we met him we yeah and this was on january 30th 2017 so yes, we stopped looking and all of a sudden your friend sent you the photo and we just canceled all our plans and we just went to meet this dog because Let's we see, knew was january 30th like a thursday i don't remember but it's definitely a weekday and it was january 30th so we met him and then we talked to gina about the logistics how it's gonna work how much it's gonna cost to get guillermo and after going through all those details, um, we basically just we just kind of went ham. We went to PetSmart, got all the things that we needed, like the crates, dog food, um, you know, like just any emergency stuff for the dogs. 
we got everything we needed so that when she did the house visit um but we she were, didn't she, do but the thing is she didn't but yeah. the plan was to so yeah. we got everything ready for the house yeah. we already had an extra rooms um so that he has that entire space for himself we got pp pads everything you can think of so because we're, we're like there's nowhere we're fucking this up yeah. you know it was like applying for the visa we made sure <laughs> all of our paperwork was good and everything all of our references like three photocopied folders <laughs> literally color cat, tel- our passport cat. everything um but we had our room ready and i think that um at the end of the day she didn't come to visit because i think she got in contact with our references and we sent her photos mm-hmm. and she trusted us mm-hmm. um through all of that mm-hmm. so she didn't come to visit our our um our apartment to see if it was ready for a pet mm-hmm. um but that's very typical like yeah. they do come to visit your apartment and um to make sure that everything's good um but but yeah so that happened and we went through all the logistics and then on february 3rd and we paid the 500 dollars fee it was around i think it was 400 at the time yeah I think it was around oh, 400. Four, yeah. yeah, it was around 400 adoption fee. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they got they flew them yeah, all the way from exactly. Korea, and all this money goes towards like yeah. helping the dog. So it was totally reasonable for yeah. us. It covers the dog. Covers it exactly. Um, the neutering, the like mm-hmm. all of like the spay, the vaccinations, the vaccines, everything, like all of the things yeah. that females and males have yeah. to do, like all of their medication, like exactly, everything. Exactly, exactly. So when we got the when we got the approval um, from Gina, Gina was like, okay, you guys, you know, are approved. You guys can come come pick up Guillermo tonight. Can you guys come tonight? tonight? It yeah. was Friday, and we, uh, were, it was, we were in Union Square. <laughs> yeah. We went to Republic to eat Thai. To oh, eat, did we? Was it yes, that day? To eat Thai food. Yeah, that was a Republic. It was Thai, thai food. food. Yeah, and she called or the texted. Vietnamese, yeah. yeah. She texted and was like, hey, guys, everything is approved. Robinson would be will be at PS9 Pets tonight. Can you guys pick him up? Yeah. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> this is it. Like, let's go. And we just went. Yeah. And, but we had to have, like, the crate and everything with us. So I think that's where we went to get the crate and everything. We went home and then went no, back. No, we didn't go home. Oh, no. I think that's when we went to the P- the Petco right on. We got PS9. some a- an extra like carrier thing I think for him. I don't remember. No, or maybe the carrier. No, yeah. it was I think the crate. And I I don't we didn't oh, have no, a crate no. with us. No, 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 we didn't have a crate with us because I remember he we was were, on our lap. He was on our lap. Okay, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, but we were in Union Square and we went to PS9 Pants, which was G tr- the L train. Yeah. And. We saw him, and he was wearing this beautiful blue, <laughs> blue, yeah, uh, blue sweater, blue ra- like uh, rombo, like <laughs> hexagon. No, what is it? Like diamond shaped, uh, blue, and like baby blue, and like sky blue, and like white um, rombos, and. <laughs> <laughs> it was just the cutest little piece of bag of bones like, <laughs> oh my gosh and like big eyes and like like sad as fuck ears and, like, <laughs> the, this red leash that gave him a rash yeah um, and it was just so sweet and i remember taking him home and he could not go but, up the stairs but, but before you even went home oh yeah like sorry. you can't go that far this is the most important part i just got enamored. part. i just got i know this is the most important we'll have to like take them like step by step yes yes so we we got there we saw him fell in love again and we did everything we signed papers and we just like took a got picture a, we got yeah we took a picture um insert photo here and we got a cab we got an uber or lyft and we were on our way home and then once we got into the car i remember uh, i think he was i think i was holding him first and this was such a new experience for me because i've never held a dog to take back home and i remember just holding him in the in the, in the taxi he was so small and we were just like we should just start his instagram yeah well like, let's just start his instagram now <laughs> you know and i was like what do we call it i was like it's Guillermo or, or something or I'll go see, yeah, right? Yeah, it's Guillermo. And then you were, you said, no, it should be, hello, hello it's, it's Guillermo. Guillermo. I was like, oh my God, that's perfect. You know, I and love something that rhymes, you know? <laughs> and that's how we started Guillermo's Instagram. This was that on nice. the 3rd of February, 2017. Oh my gosh. That, that was the beginning. That was like a new chapter in our lives, basically. Because the moment we got our dog, um, Guillermo, it was... It was just like everything just changed. Priorities changed. Um, or we had to take care of this living being. Yeah. 
and uh, we went to a party that week and we took we had a birthday party scheduled yeah unfortunately we took we took a a cab and he was in his i love new york i love new york i love new york sweatshirt yeah and people were like obsessed with him to juliana's party and insert photo yeah (laughs) honestly like our lives just like fully changed like i like i am sure that this is what people say about their children you know and like i'm not comparing it but like just like i think the only thing that will make this like moment more is when and if i have a child you know <laughs> like because the moment of taking him home and seeing this sweet little rascal like just not even be able to go up the stoop stairs you know and just like be so fucking fragile and like just like uh, and he would shake and like tremble the whole tremble time yeah. the whole time tremble and tremble has so much anxiety and so much fear he's afraid of doors he was afraid of the floor of like, of like his bags. nails touching the floor the yeah. bags like terrified of Mejun, like mm-hmm. just like honestly like he was so terrified of the world he was and, and, and that's human beings and every right to be because like only Guillermo himself can imagine what he went through in the meat farm being like probably physically abused or experiencing his other dog friends being abused and, and murdered being fed dog yeah. and like seeing your dogs being murdered and yeah like i can't even or, imagine like or even like if they were t- like gotten from the street and into the meat farm or yeah. whatever it was like it must have been very traumatizing like mm-hmm. and we saw some photos of what it looked like, like yeah just being in those yeah in that area yeah, yeah. and th- this all happens because of the yulin meat festival and i'm sure that's what people say about us that eat like cows and pigs you know mm-hmm. but it's just I don't think the 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 Yulin Meat Festival um should happen in life anymore, and I'm pretty sure it's been canceled in a lot of places, and mm-hmm. pretty sure in Korea, like there was something about the law. Mm-hmm. I can do some research as well yeah. if you guys are more interested in the topic, and I can send them an email mm-hmm. if you guys want me to. Um, but yeah, this this just poor dog, like he was just like like someone please like take care of me you know he was beyond traumatized and he just was like so afraid of like walking in like the 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 vinyl floor you know or whatever (laughs) it is that we had like the parquet whatever (laughs) i don't even know what it's called like i'm talking whatever and just like i would just fall on the floor like i would sit on the floor Mm -hmm. and he would just find his way and crawl up on me and like be like (laughs) he was a lap dog and he just loved me so much like i was his mother like i was his best friend like Mm -hmm. the savior yeah literally and just i remember the first time we took him on the train and like the subway we were like you know we need to get him used to the subway really quickly so loud yeah he was so terrified but we got him a carrier and like we were such good parents like Mm -hmm. we like just listened to him and tried to like ask him like what do you need from us as much as we could you know we were very patient and super patient and i think this is where we can get into a little bit of like the financial strain that this dog really caused on us Mm -hmm. because you know we couldn't take him to work clearly we knew that but he couldn't stay home because he had so much anxiety that he would like screech like howl Mm -hmm. you know like how like a full-on like wolf and the neighbor yeah go ahead i i was actually able to take him to work yeah yeah. i was able to take him to work up until um um, things like rules changed yeah 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 i know but even like that was like the reality like that's why you had to take him to work yeah you know because he would just howl like he would be alone and he would just howl and we would do tests and i remember one time the neighbor downstairs she was like guys like you know this dog's super loud or whatever Mm -hmm. and lynn had sent us a message i don't Mm -hmm. know something like that yeah and you would take him to work all the time and Mm -hmm. that was the way that you guys bonded yeah and he was extremely scared of me he was almost like like had to do like yeah, exposure, exposure therapy. therapy. It was definitely exposure therapy. I think it worked out really well. Um, <laughs> He's like, I kidnapped. I <laughs> no, because it, as as you said, like, um, he was extremely scared of me, probably because in the meat farm, like, mostly it was mostly men that were the abusers, um, for the 
of the dogs um so i it made sense and i was an asian man yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah the the time that we got to spend together from me taking him to work every day um was was really important so that he started to develop trust in me as the human that's taking care of him yeah it was like uh-huh. he w- you were the only thing that he knew he knew exactly from all of these things and he was like oh okay he's my human mm-hmm. so it mommy's was so not sweet. here so i guess i have to have to like D- do this guy deal with this guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah and just like i think he was so happy like you were the best you are the best dog dad like you you know you made him like bed like a bed area and Mm -hmm. i couldn't take him to work my my building was not dog friendly and like you made him a bed and like (laughs) you have so many pictures and like you know like he would be he was like really good but he also had a lot of accidents and your co-workers were really patient with him they were yeah you know i had to to take him out every two hours at work no joke yeah and it kind of got a little bit uncomfortable for me because Mm -hmm. you know like i'm being watched but like you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm i have a manager you know and if it it's too much and it's causing me to not be as billable yeah. and i'll feel self-conscious you know yeah but yeah i had to take him out every two hours at work um but the the thing about guillermo was he was so attached so to attached. the human he would not leave or cannot be left without without the human being there i went i would go to the bathroom <laughs> he would follow me as i took a shit as i was dropping a you know a hot one <laughs> at the office like and he would sit in your stall with you he would literally be in the stall just sitting there <laughs> watching me poop <laughs> or laying down and i would just be like i have pictures of this as proof too i have pictures of everything okay of we'll put all of these in the show notes but but he would go or on if Instagram. and then I, and then i would start to train him to not be as needy so i would let him wait outside the door instead of let him come inside to mm-hmm. the stall with me to, to and poop. he would do this yeah he would <laughs> no worse he he literally howls like a wolf like at the Ooh. office so insert yeah insert insert sound here Steffi. but like he would be like yeah. li- literally like that um, but like like in but the like, office when i'm not there and like deep like no not deep very high pitched i mean i yeah. mean like i guess that's what i meant like yeah deep as in like deep into the deep into the earth earth of the office (laughs) yeah it was i got like a complaint once because i went out to to lunch um like an office like lunch thing and i left the dog with uh, one of my coworkers. it was a mistake (laughs) i have a video i have a video of him just howling into the air and i have a video of this guys and it's not even an exaggeration but yeah the point is he was very attached and he had he had and still has a little bit of separation anxiety um, but from he us. had it so bad. He had it extremely bad. Ecuador it was, helped him so much with that. Yeah, but he could not be left alone. So, yeah. but yeah, that was a nice so little reminiscence. Ta- and the tangent. <laughs> tangent. But the point is, the financial strain also was cr- crazy. Porque este man was always with diarrhea, with warms, with this, with that. Like, he had lots of all issues. All of these issues, skin, this, la 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 la, like scratches. But then we ended up realizing that he was scratching his, he was scratching his skin, like his skin condition what and his like vomiting condition and all of these conditions that he had were all related to the food he was eating and it was all like a vicious cycle after thousands and thousands of dollar bills and the do- the vet was like oh let's put him on this thing let's try oh, this oh no try but that. we can talk about like i guess i guess so he got a little bit better right he got off the worms and then he got a little bit better and we used to buy him regular dog food like they can like what do we used to because we used to the try hydrolyzed protein yeah we've tried a lot something. of different no we we tried a lot of different things tried a lot of different good quality food um and i think that oh, he he, yeah. th- he had no more worms he was fixed with that yeah. but then after a while we just started realizing he was either like still um like either having diarrhea water, or like water poop he, it was just not digesting well and then after a while we had to we realized that maybe he was allergic to chicken yeah um, because we had given or some type we of had bought protein. him this like one of those like um raw food whatever mm-hmm. and it went into this whole sprawl of like an allergic allergic reaction, reaction. he had puffy and face puffy face insert photos yeah. on the show notes but it was so fucking scary major was on his way to work Oh no! On his way to the doggy daycare. So I guess to before we skip. Through okay, there's the so much to tell. The doggy daycare, 
Meijun's office ended up becoming acquired and then they ended up becoming not dog friendly. So uh-huh. then we were like, oh my God, fuck. So then we had to spend $500 a month. like a month, so or 250 was, $250 each yeah. uh, for daycare. And maybe it was 350 before and then it changed to 250, $2,500. Yeah. Um, but the point is, a lot of my money and going to find all these doggy daycares again, vet them and find someone that would be able to take care of Guillermo. He was very fragile dog, a small, we wanted like a small space with not many dogs, lots of people like humans that were capable that we vibed with. And we found your spoiled pets, Mm -hmm. but the OG Williamsburg location, um, in Greenpoint, not Greenpoint, but like, it's not, it's like Williamsburg, but it's like on the edge, like East Williamsburg. Mm Mm-hmm. I guess it would be. Yeah, yeah, it would be East Williamsburg. Yeah. Um, Lorimer Street. <laughs> yeah. No, but it's not Lorimer. Was it? It wasn't on Lorimer. Oh, uh, yeah. It was on, it wasn't in green. No. Um, whatever. Mm-hmm. The point is, uh, we found Jen Loves Dogs, who's the most important person if you're going to follow someone or go see them. Like, <laughs> she posts only dog, cute dog photos. She's a dog walker. And she's a dog walker. But she was like Guillermo's second mother. Like, I was telling Majun, like, there's nothing Jen could do wrong because Mm -hmm. Guillermo loved her so much. He felt so safe around her and she prioritized him and she took care of him. At the daycare. At the daycare. Like, they helped him so much come out of his, like, shell and just, like, it was the best investment ever. Guillermo had daycare buddies. He had, had like, a few dogs. He He had, like, a lot of girlfriends. He had a lot of girlfriends, yeah. Yeah. Like he w- he would get in fights as well a little bit. He was a little bit like vicious. Uh-huh. vicious. But I remember when we <laughs> used to get pictures and videos of him playing. We're like, oh my god, he's finally opening up. Yeah. Um, he's not as scared. And just seeing him play was was exciting because he would we never saw him do any of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the daycare and Jen really helped Guillermo open up because yeah. we get we get again put him into exposure therapy yeah. <laughs> again by by socializing with other dogs. Yeah, without us because without we us. started realizing that we were a really big trigger for him. Yeah. Because he always wanted to protect us. Totally. So he would like be like vicious as fuck with everybody else. Totally. Yeah. So. Then um, Guillermo gets into this allergic reaction. He's at daycare, but he would we would always have to pick him up, and then whatever. And then it was like dramatic and man, and he ended up going into this hydrolyzed protein kick, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, which was like really expensive food, but we had a lot of love for him and like etc. We would travel. We would leave him with Jen Love's dogs. And he loved it. Like, she would board him, and we would pay her, I think, at the time. It was, like, $50 a night um, for boarding um, because she would take care of him, like, his own, her, her own dog. And, yeah, it was a really good, I think, time in our lives. It was really stable, and life was great. And then we started, we were like, okay, let's take a little trip with him. Mm-hmm. The first trip we went with him was to Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. Portland, Oregon. We loved it there. Loved the Blue oh Star Donut. We would like move there if we could. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know if necessarily move there now, but yeah, I I think it would be a city where I would like to live for a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. So we had the best time. We flew JetBlue, and we have a whole blog about this as well. Traveling with our dog. Uh, traveling with our dog, but. We flew JetBlue another time. It was able to do it through emotional support animal. My therapist like gave us the paperwork and everything. And um, yeah, there were some websites also that you th- I think you could get it done at the time or something. Uh, but I think now you can't even take dogs as emotional support animals. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the point is Traveling there, I think, out on, on the plane or anything was not hard. I think what was hard for us was that he was on this diet, but we would when we would travel, we would sneak him, like, oh, like, look, they have a puppuccino. Let's give him a little. Like, yeah. it's okay if he gets diarrhea. I you remember know? those, yeah. <laughs> we, were, we were a little bit, like... Um, Lackadaisical. Yeah. But, like, have him, like, explore, because that's how we realized that he wouldn't do wrong in some things, mm-hmm. you know? We are testing, yeah. We were kind of testing, and we would kind of see an immediate reaction. Like, if he got the shits, then we mm-hmm. knew it was not good. Yeah, but in terms of the hydrolyzed protein that you mentioned, yeah. like, we were on that for, like, at least a year. And we were still on that when we went to Portland. Yeah. Because I remember us traveling with the cans. Mm-hmm. Yes, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and also, I think there was the Pebble version, but he didn't use to 
to like it or something uh-huh. like that. But that food was a lot more expensive than the normal food. Yeah, yeah. 100%. And um, so we would give him like puppuccinos in Portland. They had like these, like, it was like um, goat's milk with a little bit of lamb lung protein, like dust, dust on <laughs> it's top. So good. It was so good. I mean, like, the dogs loved it. <laughs> Guillermo loved it. And we just loved that city. There was like so much. We walk everywhere because we didn't have a license. So. That's something that about us is that when we traveled, we traveled to a place that had good public transit. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, that's our first thing because we like to walk a city instead of drive outside. And we would take like bus trips with him and mm-hmm. we went to Cannon Beach. And yeah, I remember. Uh, and he was should, small enough so he was able to. Yeah, we should do like a, a little blog on this so that we can dump all the photos there. Mm. Um, I think their Seattle one's already there. So portland was our first trip we loved it so we were like let's do it again and we had planned a trip to seattle Mm -hmm. and as you guys know that trip you know changed our lives and i think it changed it for guillermo's life as well yeah you could say because that's where he tried salmon when was this this was february 2018 19 19 yeah oh my gosh so we fast forwarded two years now Mm -hmm. we've lived more years together Mm mm-hmm so Guillermo had been with us for what? Two years? One year by then. Two, two years? Two years, yeah. Yeah. 2017, 2019. So it would be two years. Yeah. And, yeah. So it was a life-changing trip for Guillermo as well. He was able to walk a lot. He was so jacked by then. Like, <laughs> there's these photos. I'll post them in the show notes. Like He was like, oh, like, muscle. His like, legs looked really good. So jacked. Like, we used to <laughs> he walk, was actually like, a jacked Russell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we would make jokes about that. And his like, butt was like so like uh, tight. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he let it was just like he was so funny. We saw that he was getting healthier, he was getting super fit, Mm -hmm. and it was just so cute. And we got to try salmon, Mm -hmm. fresh, wild caught Alaskan salmon at Pike Place Market because (laughs) we went with him and. The do- like the people at the at the stall would be like, oh my gosh, like I'll post a photo of that too in the blog, and he was like, oh my gosh, like uh, he's so cute. I'm gonna see. And Guillermo would do tricks. Like Majin would be like, yeah, look, he can do like up up, like high five, high five, <laughs> snoot, and then maybe snoot wasn't there. And, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then <laughs> paw, paw, sit <laughs> down. Yeah. <laughs> and he was learning down, I think. Mm-hmm. And. He, they would be like, oh my God, so cute. Le puedo, like, can I give him something? Mm-hmm. And we'd be like, okay, yeah. And he would like, give him salmon. He would like, love it. So he'd chow down. And, was, yeah. and they'd be like, oh, here, take some to go. Uh-huh. And we would literally steal the dog salmon <laughs> We would split it half, half with him. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, yeah. Guillermo, this is our feast for being your dog managers, uh-huh. um, momagers, and dadagers. Yeah. This is our fee. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. Um. And yeah, go yeah, ahead. no, I, but as you continue, like I, small other memories start coming back. So yeah. please don't kill me if I'm making this even longer. But it's OK. I, 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 um, I think the people are here just want yeah. to be here with us. Anyways. Two more things that we wanted to mention in terms of Guillermo and, and his growth and making him more comfortable as a dog is that we were very we, we said that we were very patient with him. We really meant that we trained him every night to. Like in terms of like his peeing situation. Oh yeah. We stood and we we wake up at like every two hours, stand in front of the pee pee pad, make sure he learns how to pee on the pee pee pad if he's in the house. Like we would literally like you know the pee pee pad is a square. We would, Beijun would be. We would go to that second bedroom in that apartment we were telling you guys. Uh-huh. This was before we moved. Yeah. Yeah. Good throwback. Way back. We yeah. would walk in and there was it was kind of like this room's layout. Mm-hmm. And then there was like a pee pee pad and Beijun would sit with stand on one edge and i would stand on another edge and, and we would put yeah. guillermo in the middle uh-huh and until just he on pees. top of the pee pad uh-huh. until he peed and, and the moment we, yeah. and we would just close <laughs> our eyes and like kind of sleep <laughs> standing yeah and until he peed and then we'd be like Good boy, yeah we'll give him a treat give him that a was treat. something we learned yeah. Yeah. yeah give him a treat and then we'll go back to sleep and after after uh, like countless times of doing this he learned how to pee pee on the pee pad the first time that we heard him we were in bed and we just like heard him like jump off the bed and then we would hear i know and we and i just like held our hands and we were like oh my god and then we would hear oh my god and then we hear of like him scratching oh, the pee pee pad him trying to clean up after his pee yeah he would fold the pee pee pad 
and sometimes it would be icky because <laughs> yeah. why are you trying to fold your pee pee man <laughs> but and then he would like come back and then and then on top of the bed again I re- and I, I, I vividly remember the, that day the, 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 the night as well where I mean the day out one of the days we woke up and we saw that he had pooped on his pad too yes we're like oh my god what a good dog we're so lucky like to be to have him be potty trained yeah. in a new york apartment yeah as such a traumatized dog yeah that was one one memory yeah. and the other memory was that um we wanted to just have him more social mm. as a dog so we went to um, doggy group doggy training mm-hmm. remember mm-hmm. at um i forgot the name and the andrea arden andrea arden yeah andrea arden dog training yeah so we went which there. was close to your office literally the same street as my office on yeah. 23rd 27th or 28th yeah, street 27, I think. and we went we just we invested in that and we taught him how to we we got the training to teach him different tricks so that he's more comfortable and, and confident for and, for, and us. for us to learn commands and just make sure that we have that relationship with him where he listens to us yeah. and he graduated and yeah. he learned um a, a bunch of different tricks yeah that's where he had learned um some of the 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 up up and the yeah. the pause and the stuff commands yeah. and i think the thing that you we learned the most or i learned the most also was what are the things that i am doing that trigger him in a group situation mm-hmm. like when there are other dogs if i am nervous he gets more nervous yeah so like for example when the vet comes and he's really nervous if i'm there like i just add a little bit anxiety i think to the environment he feels, he feels my yeah. my my like we're very connected emotionally mm-hmm. so um that's why sometimes he's like i don't want to be close to you mom <laughs> um he needs space yeah but yeah so Majun takes care of him but this is something really good that you also developed with him by going to your office and like yeah then this dog training was kind of like the cream on top yeah and then the cherry on top was that you were really good at teaching him and you were really patient with oh, him i loved teaching, teaching him tricks. different tricks yeah and you would love it because he'd give you content <laughs> oh my god yeah the, uh, yeah like every day we would be posting like from the day we got him 2017 in february we would be posting so consistently yeah, yeah. so let me let's take a little bit of a bio break uh-huh. I'll pause here. Okay. And then we'll upload a part two right here, but in another episode. Okay. Um, and we'll start, we'll take it from the Instagram content. Yeah. And the Seattle, Seattle trip and we'll continue with the life. Okay. How perfect. About that? that sounds great. Okay. Let's go on okay. a little bio break. Okay. okay. Bye. Let's come back.